everybody. It's Dave and Jeff. It is September 20th, 2021. We are liars. I said we were going to come back on Wednesday. We came back on Monday. We're, we're coming back. Dave, I have a question for you. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how you explain your career path because I look at guys in this town involved in sports. Yes. Underachieved, terrible decisions, and somehow they get a lifetime contract. That feels a lot like your career, yet you're sitting here with me. I could not fucking believe all the excuses I saw today that came to me in private messages about A.J. Preller. It is absolutely mind-numbing to me how this dipshit gets a free pass. Look, I've said it for a long time. I thought A.J. was the issue. Now, you went, you've been going after him pretty good lately, which I love it because I think you're fair. I don't think it's a hatchet job. I think it's 100% fair. It's ridiculous how bad he is. Everything basically goes back to him, whether it's the players who traded away, the players who drafted, unable to develop guys, unable to make trades at the deadline. Everything that has gone wrong or right goes to him. It's a trickle down. And it's so a just, lot has gone extremely wrong. So why do people make excuses for him? I have no long. idea. Look, here's the deal. When you work for the flagship station, we've kind of talked about that relationship. I understand. But everybody, including Tony Gwynn Jr., who's yes. on the broadcast, has said Tingler is gone. He has pointed to what, what has happened, that things are falling apart. There is no more protecting the organization. They're telling you honest clear takes of what they believe is going to happen with the San Diego Padres and everybody else believes it. It's a done deal. Tingler is done. He's out the door. He's lost the team. It's become public for him. Going to work tomorrow has to be one of the worst days of all time. Uh. How do you make eye contact with anybody? But again, why would you defend AJ? Forget the bullshit contract. That's it. That's what they go back to. Why? It wasn't a billion dollar contract. Yeah. It's not like you can't buy them out. What were they going to do for Hosmer? Tell me. uh, Well, I'll get to that in a second. All I know is this. People in the media that texted me today made excuses for AJ. Yeah. People in the organization that texted me today said, you two are the only guys who said what the problem is. The problem is AJ. People in the organization said to me today, he's the problem. People in the media made excuses for him, and you should all be embarrassed. Should be. Why? You, should, why? you, you lose all credibility. Look, enough. Where, what are you standing by? You can't stand by the hot law of a talent. You can't no. stand by the trades. No. You can't stand by your coach and staff. Nope. So what are you standing by? Where is well, the, the, the credit go to why things are great? Because they aren't great. So over and over and over again, you hear, well, he's extended for five years. So I said today, so that means... Tatis, until he's 27 years old, has to put up with it. Yes. And told, I guess so. How does that work? And nobody demands anything, Dave. Nobody goes, wait a minute. That's the guy who traded Trey Turner. Then I hear, well, you know, there were questions about Trey Turner. Are there any fucking questions about him tonight? I don't care. He failed. God damn, stop making excuses over and over. I just, I cannot believe how this town just throws their fucking coat over a puddle for a guy who failed. Who gives a shit that he's your friend? Do your fucking job. Jesus Christ, you're embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. And it's done. And here's the funny thing. Yes. I'm listening to Paul and Steve today 
driving in. You mean you mean Stephen Ben? No, Ben had a day off again. No, he didn't. No, not today. Couldn't have been. It was a big weekend. Everybody's been talking about it. Yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> so Paul and Steve say, "Hey, man, you know, a definition of his insanity." is doing the same thing over and expecting different results. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. So what the fuck do you call bringing AJ back? Exactly right. What the? What is going to change? He hired Andy Green. That was a fail. He hired Jace Tingler. That was a fail. He extended Will Myers. That was a fail. Punching Pat Murphy. Dude, that dumb fuck Barry Bloom, stupid dipshit, writing the other day that they didn't give Pat Murphy a chance. You're like, go put your phone down, asshole. Dumb fuck. And then a girl wrote, um, she wrote the, uh, the explanation yeah. of what happened between Tatis and Machado. Yes. And then she put in at the, at the end, deep fly ball by Castellanos, that's going to be a home run. It's 4 nothing red. She, she did the Tom Brennan thing. And Barry's like, oh, boy, this is a team falling apart at the seams. And you're like, Barry, do you read the joke? Dumb shit. Fucking idiot. Everything the guy has touched, Dave, go go right down. Oh, I'm with you. I've said it all along. I mean, we, I've said it for the longest time that he, he is was the, the problem. Issue. Yes. And if you're going to get rid of Tingler, and for whatever reason, I kept hearing today that he's beloved. In the, for what? For what? And as he mentioned, the extension of Will Myers. The extended Will Myers. He played, yeah. he, Will Myers basically has given you 60 days of his entire career with the Padres. You go, I like it. I reached you out. had a chance to trade him during the offseason last year. I reached out to John Conniff today, yep. who I love over at Mad Friars. And I said to John, tell me Robert Hassel right now. Where is Robert yep. Hassel in this organization? John wrote me back. He said, probably top prospect. Yeah. He said others would say C.J. Abrams. But Hassel is what they project to be a better, much better hitter. Yeah. C.J. But- has because of the speed. Well, they don't steal bases anymore. Okay. Hassel's so, your guy. So, Hassel, 1, 1A. One yes. Nobody is putting Gore at number one. Fuck Nobody's no. putting Camposano in there. No. It's 1 or 1A. One Do you fucking realize, does anybody write, does anybody question, of course not, that Preller at the deadline was ready to trade your number one prospect and $40 million cash to get Joey Gallo? And what do you hear from everybody? Well, it would have got rid of Hosmer. Stop. Stop. $40 million and your number one prospect for Joey Gallo. It wasn't for Scherzer. It wasn't for Scherzer and Turner. And again, it's the fucking excuses over and over. This town would have signed off on that deal. Yeah, because Preller said so. There must be a 40 good deal. $40 million, and you laugh at what uh, happened with the White Sox for Tatis. Now, I don't know that Hassel will be that good, but the White Sox got $30 million in that deal. Yeah. We would have given up our number one prospect and $40 million To cover a huge mistake. For another outfielder when you already have one coming up through the system. Yeah, and, but again, it's, it was to cover a mistake that you made by signing Hassel. By the same guy. To at first, at the time, the biggest contract ever given to a Padre player given by AJ. For no apparent reason. For no apparent reason. Again, that contract benefited no one but Hosmer. He was the one with the opt-out. What do you look at recently and go, that's a huge win? Cronenworth? 
Cronenworth, and my feeling with Cronenworth, they fell into Cronenworth. Fam was the point. I, I still give him the win. Though. I got it, but he fell into it. He, he didn't trade have no and have idea. the press conference. Come on, you know. When he made the trade and they had they the press. scout him. It wasn't they didn't scout him. I said they fell into it. When the name was Tommy Fam coming here. There was no yeah. talk on radio or anywhere else in the press conference about, hey, tell us how you got Jake Cronenworth. It was about Tommy Fam was supposed to make a big impact here. But it was the Tommy Fam trade. Hang on. I'm going to give him credit where it's due. You're putting, you're taking a point off the board for the Padres because nobody in the local media asked about Cronenworth. No, my point is this. It was the Tommy Pham trade sure. with Cronenworth. It wasn't Cronenworth and we're throwing in Tommy Pham. Got it. But Cronenworth it. is a but win. You, but you lost with Pham. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, and not only has Pham been a loss, he's been a guy, number one, he can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Fuck no. He hates it here. We hate him here. We hate Hosmer here. He hates it here. But Hosmer won't opt out of his deal. He's like, would be crazy. Nola's a guy. Nola hasn't done shit. Caratini's a guy. Nola has 28 career home runs in his whole fucking career, and he's like 34 years old. Yeah. Why? And then you go, fam? Uh, Grisham? I think Grisham's gone. And, uh, and Myers. Grisham's another guy that mopes. We got a lot of mopers. Myers yeah. a moper. Grisham's a moper. Huge fail. Clevenger? Can't say he's been a success. You don't ever see him. I mean, I blew his elbow. Come on. Well, you can't put that in the wind column. Fucking no. guy made two starts. You want to put him in incomplete for now? Go Fine. ahead. Put him in incomplete. You pay $10 million this year while he healed. But I tell you what, he goes on the incomplete and he is tightly bordering the loss column. Yes. Snell? Snell has been good when, when it didn't matter, when it was too late. Yes. When they got I rid know. of Larry? Yeah, when they got rid of Larry. Musgrove's a win? Threw a fucking no-hitter for this team. I got it against the Rangers. Does it count? Yes. Okay. Musgrove's yes. a C. He's a C player. Uh, Melanson's a win. Melanson's a win. Yeah. Uh, yes, he's an all-star. Again, this team has, what, seven all-stars? Am I wrong on that? Six? Well, I mean, Frazier's a loss. Yeah, but he was an all-star. Yeah, Hudson's right? a loss. I mean, I just... I. We're doing reviews right now. Yeah, again, um, well, that's what they're going to tell... That's what they're going to tell Tingler when they fire him. You had six, seven all-stars on this fucking team. And you're 20 games out. Boy, oh boy. The the narrative today was just how goddamn uh, Tingler, Sensei, fucking had no sway at all with that team. Well, you didn't see that two fucking years ago? Who was the guy that made that decision? Who was the guy the that guy? nobody heard of. Who knew what that room was because, and Steve pointed this out today in full credit to Steve. You had the same fucking issue two years ago when a lot of the same guys on this team couldn't find their way after they traded Fran Mill Reyes. Remember? Yes. This is a fucking team that falls apart after trades either are made or not made. All we heard was, boy, Fran Mill was the guy. And they traded him. Oh, I'm trying. But Dave, I can't get it together. I'm sorry. And now you don't trade Hosmer, but that upsets everybody too. Holy shit. How was he mentioned in trade talks? How could he possibly mention My his name? My God, do you know what he does for us every day? How about the fact that Hosmer hasn't addressed the media since the spring? That's crazy. That today. That's well, some why crazy would shit. He? <laughs> just, I mean, after the people went after him about the vaccination, here, here's what I heard on, on, and I did listen to a lot of sports radio today because I was curious to know what was going on. And I heard Tony Gwynn Jr. say it. And he said... Pressure causes pipes to burst. And then Chris Ella goes, that's a great line, Tony. 
And I was like, pressure also fucking creates diamonds, you know? So you, you figure out what you're going to do. You tell me what pressure looks like. Pressure is whatever you feel. There's no one can point to what pressure is. It's whatever you make up in your mind. Either you're a professional and you're a gamer and you're a competitor and you make something or you sit and you completely fall apart. What I see on this team is they love to point fingers. And this organization yep. has allowed them to point fingers to the fact of getting guys run out of town. And it's easy to run guys out of town when they don't have any experience like Andy Green and Jace Tingler. So what is your, your plan now? Because you've hired a shitload of managers John since Gibson. 2014. Oh, my God. Right? I mean, over and over again. I don't think there's not one manager. And if I'm Boach, I'm almost thinking the same thing. Why? Why would he come here? Why, why would I come here? He'd come here if you changed the front office. you got to change a lot. And, I, you know, if Boach came in, they would say, you have free reign on this coaching staff. Because, yeah. they're, honestly, there are two guys I would keep on this coaching staff off the top of my head. You tell me if I'm crazy. Okay. <laughs> Number one, Dickerson definitely has to go. He's he, dude, he, that was pretty funny. He, he completely is like, just throw yeah. a stick of dynamite right in the clubhouse. Of like, I'm an old man, fuck it. Yeah. I'm blowing the room up on the way out. He's gone. But I, I would keep, I would keep uh, uh, Wayne Kirby. Why? Okay. Because he's just a first base coach. He doesn't do shit. And everybody likes him. Everybody, this, he's this, out. Maybe he is. But he was in because Manny Machado needed a babysitter. Yeah. Which well, is sad to be to think about. Yeah. It. You got to hire a guy to be a babysitter for a professional athlete. I would probably keep him. It doesn't mean jack shit. First base coaches don't do anything Gone. but hold, hold that fucking elbow guard when they get to, or the, yeah. the shin guard when they get to first. And then um, it, and people will disagree when I say this, but there's a crazy important stat that the Padres do have. I would keep probably Damien Easley. And the reason I would keep Damien Easley is the Padres right now are the number one team and have been all year for only swinging at pitches that are, are strikes, where they don't chase. The Padres don't chase. The number two team is the Dodgers and every team after that. They're all playoff teams. The only team that isn't in that route is the Padres right now as far as playoff team goes. But the fact that you have an idea of what the strike zone is is important. Now, they aren't hitting home runs. Like, I can't figure out the goddamn Giants. They yeah. lead all the baseball in home runs. Would you have ever guessed that with that team? No. Um, Damien Easley, I could live with. Wayne Kirby's out. Hundred percent. He's out. First base coach has to go. Yeah, I don't. If you're bringing a new manager in here, you have to tell him I don't want any of the guys that were here. And I'm sorry that he's Manny's guy. That's exactly why he's out. Everybody's out. You're paying the price. You got your buddy fired. You Pitch, pitching coach for sure gone. Gone, Ben Fritz. See ya. <laughs> ben Fritz. See ya. Rod Barajas finally gets on the Fuck. door. Bye, Rod. Door. Can't spell door without R-O-D. <laughs> How'd she go? But I'm sure I'll get 25 fucking text messages tomorrow about how great all these guys yeah. are. Too bad. Yeah, you're fucking lost. Too damn bad. And this is what it is. The franchise is lost. I'm looking at the standings right now. 20 and a half games out with less than two weeks to go. Pathetic. I would never, ever have guessed it. If you would have said to me, you want to take that bet, I'd go, fuck yeah. There's no way the Padres, they're fighting for first. Yeah. They're 20 and a half out. I just, I would love to know what any of you think fucking Preller's capable of doing to fix this shit. Because all of us were pretty excited about last year when he gutted the fucking farm system. And look where you are. You're 20 games out. And, and you're hamstrung yeah. by a lot of bad deals. You still got Myers at twenty million. So that that it, here's the deal: if you keep AJ, as you said, you're hamstrung by a lot of bad deals. The only way to fix it is by getting signing more bad deals. You've always been the guy that said spend smart money. Fifty nine for Hosmer. Now. Yeah, 
I mean, you're on the Dude, 28 there. for Kim. 21 for Profar. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kim's got 21 left. Profar. Yeah, I mean, who would give Drew Kim Pomeranz. 28 million dollars? I think Pomeranz is is 17 still left down there. Right? I mean, yeah. Snell makes a lot more money moving forward. Darvish still makes a lot of money moving forward. I mean, you're in, and you have nobody coming up through the system. I mean, there was a stat that came out today that, uh, what was it, that none of their farm teams finished with a winning record? The pitching was a disaster the whole year for that farm system. Who built it? Exactly right. Who, who brought in all the player development guys? But hey, hey, come on, he's under contract and he's beloved. Who gives a fuck? At what point do you go, what is it going to take? You've, you're 20 games out tonight. Hey, let's give him another chance. You know what it is, Dave? Huh. It's so fucking typical of San Diego and why we're a horseshit sports town. Because this is exactly what the fuck we told people in 2014 and 2015 about the Chargers and the fact that they were dead and going to head to L.A. You said you could see the writing on the wall. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody cares. Nobody puts any pressure on anybody to say, hey, this isn't right. This guy is not capable of building a winner. What year did he get here? 15? 14. They signed him in the basically with very little time left in the season in 14. Okay, so let's start with 15 then. The 15 season. That's when he traded for everybody. He, was, he became the rock star. Middlebrooks. Great deal. BJ Upton. Great deal. Justin James, Upton. Great deal. James Shields. James Shields. Kimbrell. Kim, then he, yeah. Then yeah. he invested a fucking $50 million in Jorge Ona. Yeah. And Morahone. Boy, those guys, my God, they're, they're killing it. Are they even in the system anymore? What the fuck are these? Uh, hey, you seen Michelle Baez? No. Where's he? Ah, well, he's in rehab right now. Really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy fucking invested whatever in international signing, and we were all excited. All-Star Week 2016. God damn, look at this guy. We're going to rebuild. None of that shit's come through. No, so Darvish's deal is you owe him $19 million next year and $18 million the year after that. Then he's a free agent after oh. 2023. All right, so that's thirty-seven. You're on the yep. hook for thirty-seven million dollars. Snell, dude, how do you even put him in the rotation right now? Well, I don't know that you can. Paddock's done for the year. Snell's done for the year. Darvish, yeah. Holy cow, man! I mean, swear to God, I don't know what you do going into next year and going into the spring. And that's the thing: when these guys show up for the spring, you can say, "Oh, they're professionals." They haven't proven to be professionals. They don't act like it. You can't sit there and walk in and have them look at the same guys. Funniest shit that I saw today was everybody losing their mind because apparently Jake Arietta was golfing in Torrey Pines. <laughs> okay. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit is right. This guy leaves the game and now he's able to golf? Well, I wish I didn't see him down there. What? He would have beat the shit out of you. <laughs> you sure would have looked at him. Why don't you say it to his face instead of tweeting it? Yeah. Oh, bitch. I... <laughs> Come on. It's fucking town. It's unbelievable, man. You just accept mediocrity over and over again. You just couldn't give less of a fuck that your team sucks. And, like, Pete Seidler is a great guy. Yeah. And his best trait is his biggest fault. He's too nice a guy. We'll see. I mean, he became a billionaire for a reason, right? 
They always well, say nice guys finish last, or in this case, third place. But we'll see. Fuck, they may not finish third. They might. <laughs> right now, I want to know, did they finish with a winning record? I don't know. How Remember how many games they're going to win? They're going to win 94 this year, Jeff? Dude, there were 17 over 500 in yeah. mid-August. Yeah. Five weeks ago. And now look where they are. But hey, come on. He's, he's beloved. Mm. Holy fuck. If AJ was your fucking contractor, that asshole would last a day. But nobody says shit when you're putting out your money to park... And put out tickets. I'm going tomorrow. Bought tickets. Not like Dave. I'm Fish going it for freebies. It's true. I got a freebie on Wednesday. Thanks to BK. But I'm not going to be like Woods. I'm not going to tell you, hey, look, I'm just going to the game. If you see me, don't say hi. Even though I'll be in section 111, row 37. You know, like, you know, Woods yeah. always <laughs> pulls up move. Hey, just want to spend some time with Hannah. You know, don't, don't, uh, don't take too much of my time. But I will be. Don't worry about it. On the, on the Jumbotron, row one, right behind home plate. But that's where I'll be. Just don't say hi to me. I'll be there tomorrow, and I'll be there Thursday. Yeah. Are you going Thursday? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were fucking around. No, all our guys. We're doing a. Uh, we're doing a team. Is it a day now. game? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, one ten. So all our, our uh, we're nice. doing a team day out there, which would be great. Nice. So, but I just you gonna wear an Preller I trust T shirt? Nope. You gonna wear that T shirt? Yeah, with has Preller on the hundred dollar bill. <laughs> Dude, I, I get it. Great dude. He failed. Okay? A lot of good people have lost their fucking job. Look at our former president. <laughs> Look, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Just trying to get people all wrong. God damn, we almost read news about it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kevin Faulkner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking around trying to get a reaction out of Dave. But yeah, god damn. Stan Miller lost his job. <laughs> Stan Miller lost his job 20 years ago. Oh, Dan Plant? Is he still there? Dan Plant's still there, believe oh, it or not. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. I'll do some. He's reading. angry, Dan. You ever, you ever see Dan on KOSI? He's always just doing oh, something that gets angry as fuck. I don't sit around watching that shit. I you just, don't I, watch Dave Scott's World of Wonder? No. Going after your boy Ken Kramer's job? The, I, I just want to know at what point did, does anybody look and go, okay, that's it. That's the breaking point. They won't. They won't. The, he is going to keep his job. He's going to keep his job. You, you know it from the people that, that are close and by. And get to hire another manager. And get to hire another guy. He's, well, and I don't know how the fuck he looks at everybody. He brought these guys in and then he fires these guys and he, he's Teflon. I had people in the organization today. I go, know he's he's unfortunately the guy. Yeah, he's the reason. Makes all the calls, and a lot of them have failed, crashed and burned. Look it up yourself. If you don't believe what we're saying, go ahead. And look at look at the moves. Go look at the transactions under AJ Preller. Look at the moves. You judge for yourself. Look at the career wins and losses since he's had the job, and you can start yeah. in 2015 because that was his first full season. Yeah, he's had the job a long fucking time. Yeah. Again, name another general manager in another sport that would keep his job this long with this kind of record. Awful. And here's the other thing where you go, well, what's the win? Well, hey, they beat the Cardinals. Well, if you try to claim that, then you better give fucking credit to the Dodgers for the World Series because you can't have it both ways. Yes. So if, if, if you're going to say, hey, they, they got to the playoffs and they beat the Cardinals, then you... Then, 
you can no longer go, well, the Dodgers put the asterisk up. You can't have it both ways. Exactly. So if you want to say, hey, the Dodgers, fuck, come on, dude. That's a 60-game World Series. Okay. Then Preller has zero. Has accomplished nothing in his time here. Yep. Or do you just change the narrative so it's comfortable for your friendship? Of course. Embarrassing. It's pathetic. Who gives a fuck? Do you think he gives a fuck if any of these guys lost their job? He doesn't. He's firing all these guys. All his friends, he's going to have to let go. But for all the guys in the media that are covering for him, if any of you lost your fucking job, he wouldn't care less. Couldn't care less. He'd fucking immediately go out and fuck up another trade. This is why I give you cred right here for being fair. Okay? Where I feel right now other people who know better are sitting there biting their tongues right now. Jeff knows AJ. It's not like you've never met AJ or hung out with AJ. But you're telling it like it is. You're a Padre fan first. I like him a lot. Has nothing to do with it. Can you do the job? No. You have proven you have not been able to do the job in the franchise right now. Unfortunately, instead of talking about a 10-year dynasty, we're talking about the window closing. Yeah. I'll fucking be down there tomorrow. Nobody will say shit. Nobody will. They no. know. They know. Oh, he's so good. Dad, come on. He's so good. <laughs> so good. Such a good guy. Fuck. Guy absolutely ran this team into the ground. I'm trying to think in my mind, being around this team. I've, again, I've been here since 89, but I started covering this team every day in 94. He's Norv Turner. I'm trying to think. Can you remember another Padre that wanted out of here? Like, just straight out wasn't happy here? There has to be somebody that wasn't happy here that wanted out. Uh, yeah, Doug Marabelli. Yeah, D- Doug Marabelli did want out of here. He missed Tim Wakefield. Uh, here. Since, Go ahead, give me somebody. Because there are a lot of guys on this team that just don't like it here. Well, here. Everything in their fucking world is based around the Rangers and Dallas. So let me sum it up for him. AJ is Jerry Jones. And fucking Tingler is Jason Garrett. Yes, that's a great call. Where they stayed the status quo year after year after year and nothing fucking changes. Yep. AJ is Jerry Jones. And I'm sure he's beloved down there by a media. Always a quote, always available. And thinks he can build that fucking winning team. And fucking uh, Tingler is Jason Garrett. God, I almost feel like AJ's Jason Garrett, too. Like he, like everyone in Dallas, like Jason Garrett should have been gone a long time ago. Well, nobody here thinks he should yeah, be gone except me. My, yeah. Well, me. I've definitely been saying it for a long time. But I was the guy that just hated the Padres was the narrative. Well, that's true. You were ready to fire him when they were Dude, I, I'm still in the playoffs. For, for you or anyone else to go... Fuck, Dave was right. No, Dave was go. right about the organization. Dave was right about the fucking farm system. Nope. Dave was right about the way the fucking team is being run. I've, I've been saying that. this. This is what other people think too. Look, it's a small, it's a small world when you only have thirty teams, and people look around and they see how things are done. For the longest time, everybody saw those lists where the Padre minor league system was rated. Yeah. It was always rated one or two, and now it's a fucking, it's a shell of itself, and you have nothing to show for it. Nothing. Yeah. Because you have nothing that you can trade to reload the shelf. No. You've, you've gutted everything, uh, had a few drafts, and now you have nothing left and nobody to come up when you need it. So you're going to have to go through the last two weeks with probably another four bullpen games. Awful. That's amazing. That is yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's the crazy unless, shit of all time. Unless Arietta got stretched out there at Torrey today. I mean, oh, dude, shit. how can that possibly be? It sounds yeah. so crazy to say it out loud, but you're right. I looked at it too. 
Yeah. It's all bullpen games. What the fuck? If there was one bullpen game in the last two weeks, you'd go, yeah. what the fuck? You'd be freaking out? Yeah. How does this happen? I mean, look, this team should be embarrassed too. Players should be embarrassed. But you've got $180 million invested in them. Who, who the fuck's gonna, who's going to call them out? Who, who in that is going to call them out and say, yeah, yep, this is wrong? Wayne Kirby? Skip Schumacher, super super skip. Man, I heard people today saying it. Fire fire uh, Jace today and give the team the skip starting tomorrow. For twelve days, like for they twelve did, days, like they did for Barajas. Yeah, that worked out real well. Yeah, that Dave Roberts out. is like fuck that. They gave him one. Day. They gave him one day. Gave him one damn day. I mean, yeah, bad Dave. But. So. Okay, I want to ask you about one player in particular because I mentioned some guys who don't want to be here. Fam leaves anyways a free agent. He definitely doesn't want to be here. Okay, yep. I imagine. I said last week. I don't think Frazier wants to be here either. No, I don't blame him. I'd want to no. move on to. But Eric Hosmer is a strange situation because he can't say I want out because he has the money. He's not going to say goodbye to the money. He'd be crazy yeah. to. But at the same time, in everyone's best interest, you have to get Hosmer out of here, right? You can't bring Hosmer back for spring training. Yeah, I would think. You got to figure a way to get rid of Hosmer without trading Hassel. Yeah, you got to get Hosmer out. And you got to figure out with with Kim what you're going to do. Because wouldn't you think at that point, Cronenworth moves to first, yeah. Kim at second, Which is, Tatis at short, and Machado at third? Man, I, why, why would you want Kim at second? Defensively. You know, and they'll use him as a late-inning defensive replacement. The same way the Dodgers no, are saying, using Cody Bellinger. Kim can't hit. He no, hits. but I'm saying you you have to find, I mean, dude, throw that fucking guy 900 fucking pitches a day. Dude, you don't think they do that? You don't think they jack that machine up to fucking 100? He can't hit it. You know, I don't know what the hell. I mean, again, we kind of, the story was he never faced anything higher than 86, and now you yeah. want him to hit major league pitching? That's a big damn deal. That's Fuck's what they face in high school. Dude, I don't think he's even up to 205. I'll, I'll look that up. Yeah. Fuck, man. It, it's He's a hell of a fielder and a hell of a good guy. I got it. So what? You need you need another stick to compete. You can't have yeah. two automatic outs at the bottom line. Now, look, next year there might be a DH. I don't know. Is so, Hosmer your DH? Dude, I mean, are you going to be able to get anything for Myers? <sighs> Probably not. How much money do you say he's getting? 20. <sighs> Last year of that. Hosmer has the opportunity to opt out after next year. Kim's at 201, by the way. Oh, fuck. Great. <laughs> Great signing. 49 hits and 244 at-bats. Goddamn, can he dance. <laughs> There's beautifully blonde. Um, but you look at that, and you go, that's another deal that you whiffed on. Yeah, Pro a lot far, of money. you whiffed on. Well, Profar is because he fell in love with them. He loves these Texas yeah. Ranger guys. Yeah. Whiff. Tingler, whiff. I mean, just over and over and over, and nobody questions him. Nobody says, when is he held accountable? And you know what? It'll be the same bullshit that we've heard in, hey, you know, remember Fowler's bullshit? Which hey, one? Yeah. Oh, heads are going to roll. Yeah. When? Ah, uh, we almost made trades. When? Yeah. That was my but, favorite. 
what do you say? We almost made a trade today that would have made your head spin or something like that. Yeah. And I said, well, I almost bought season tickets today, too. <laughs> uh, but when you read everything, and then I read AC's newsletter today that came out, convinced. I, I have nothing to, to back it up. Just enough skin in the game where I go, that's fucking Preller. Preller's his source for that. Yep, just protecting his ass. Because there's not one thing that was said in that fucking newsletter to point the finger at the guy who drove the ship right into the goddamn rocks. <laughs> and you go, all right, well, pretty clear that it's that it's AJ, but oh, goddamn Dave. I don't know what your fucking problem is, asshole. <laughs> this guy's a fucking good man. Uh, let's see. This one. Uh, where the fuck is this shit? Let me read this thing to you from today. Love that this fucking thing goes off at 6 a.m. every day. Uh, Kevin AC posted a story yesterday about the state of the team, especially as it pertains to Jay Stingler's status and the choices A.J. Preller has to make about his manager, coaching staff, and mending some tattered trust amongst his players. I know many of you wanted that story earlier, but I have to make sure a story like that is right and reflects as much as possible, the many layers always inherent in real-life situations. I have great respect for the job Tingler's tried to do, what the players and coaches do on a daily basis, and what Preller is attempting to accomplish. This story, by the way, is far more about Preller going forward. You think? <laughs> and, and listen, what has Preller been trying to accomplish since the day he got here, and what has he accomplished? Two greatly different things. Um, but yeah, I mean, when Kevin writes as he did, um, just this note right here, I have great respect for the job Tingler's tried to do. Yeah. I mean, Tingler probably knew pretty early on he was in over his head, right? Yep. I mean, goddamn, you make him, as we just said, do bullpen games every fucking day. Pretty tough, dude. Pretty tough. And you got a bunch of pussies on your PR staff that won't put any of these guys in front of the camera. Great fucking look for your team. Just hide them all. Hosmer, Machado, Tatis. Just keep rolling poor fucking Jace out there to get kneed in the nuts every night. <laughs> That's what goes on every single night. Great fucking PR staff. Great fucking way to show credibility for this team. Just let all these fuckers hide. Um, but yeah. But... Uh, Kevin AC again, great respect for the job Trollers tried to, uh, Tingler's tried to do what the players and coaches do on a daily basis and what Preller is trying to accomplish. How fucking much rope do you give the guy, Dave? Dude, I tell you what, <laughs> one thing about Kevin AC, Kevin AC, as we know, the last two days has been extremely busy and, and basically affecting a lot of jobs in the future by, by what he writes and he's doing his job. Yeah. But I laugh my ass off when I'm trying to look up what's the latest from Kevin AC today on Twitter. And it's a picture of his dog on the couch. Just walked in the door and look who's looking at me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, dude, you completely just threw a stick of dynamite right in the Padres clubhouse and you, you just got a bunch of guys fired. And he's sitting there, look at my dog. And There's I'm like, my puppy. Yeah, did you see that shit? Yeah. I'm like, completely not affected of what you just did to a bunch of families. Um, dude, I don't know. I tell you, Kintera today had me down laughing. 
hey, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to go on there and get guys fired. Why not? Well, but, but hold on. But then right away. But I'm going to spend the next two hours. You call me and tell me who you want to be the next Padres manager. Manager. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're 100%. You want him out. He did announce on the air today that Kevin Towers offered him a job with the Padres at one time. But he turned it down because he wanted to stay in broadcasting. What job was that? I'm sorry, I what? I don't, I don't know what job it was. He didn't say. That's he didn't say. I didn't know. I didn't, didn't know Kevin offered him a job. They call him coach for a reason. They also called John Chalesnik Doc, but he wasn't a doctor, so I don't know what to say. <laughs> I like that. I don't fucking know what to tell you. You, dude. me, and Pete Boylove are going to join that fucking line. <laughs> Oh, that's true. They did call him Doc. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't even say that shit. Sorry. No, I'm saying if you're John. Oh, my God. I have no idea, but it was easy radio. It was two hours of people calling in. I tell you what, Coach, I like Phil Nevin. I tell you what, if Phil comes in, he's not going to let AJ tell him to make out the fucking lineup card. <laughs> and I'm like, bullshit. Bullshit. Aaron, Aaron Boone is Brian Cashman. Write it out. He knows the deal. Phil Nevin works for the Yankees. It's what baseball is. Phil Nevin's not turning down a managerial job with the Padres by saying, but we make the lineup card. Can you imagine the fucking, that would just be the Molotov cocktail of all time, right? Do you think they need, okay, take Boach out of it. Do you think they need a proven big time guy yes. that's no longer working? See, I, I don't disagree with you. And no. I tell you, is, is here's the deal. I never liked this guy as a manager. And but I watch him talk on MLB Network over and over again, and I sit there. Literally, we, you and I have seen enough baseball where yeah. hardly ever do you see something nowadays. We go, I've never seen that before, or I didn't know that. But every time he speaks, I go, "Fuck, that was a really good point." Or that's why they do that. Buck Showalter. Now, Buck failed a yeah. lot of places. He failed yeah. with the Yankees. He failed with the Diamondbacks. He got to the playoffs with the Orioles. He fucked up by not sticking Zach Britton in that game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in the playoff game. But when you talk about a veteran guy, I don't know. I do think you need someone the players can't go to management and say, fuck this guy, because that's what they yeah. keep doing. But you need a guy. The point that has been made is that you need a guy that you can go to and say, hey, fuck this guy, and not feel like he's immediately going to snitch you out to AJ. Yeah. That, that's part of the problem. Is there a guy in your mind that stands out that you go, hey, that would be a great guy to have here? Mm, boy, you'd have to think about it, right? You have to think. Yeah, about I just want. I mean, you know, this is this is what Padre fans are wondering right now. Okay, who's the next guy? Because it better be someone that's not a Jace. It better not be someone that no one ever heard of before. Yeah, and it can't be a college coach. You know, Pat Murphy. Yeah, that's what I mean. You can't go Pat Murphy at Arizona State. College guys are completely different than pro guys. They're treated different. You can't do that. Yeah. So, I, uh, again, I don't know who that guy is. I mean, I'll be the first to tell you, I thought the Tony LaRusso thing was going to be a huge failure. But yet it has worked out tremendously. You want to go get Joe Torrey? What's Joe Torrey? He's 78 years old or whatever. He's on, You know what I mean? How like, old is LaRusso? LaRusso is 78 years old. <laughs> yeah. LaRusso was a weird hire. I still can't get over it. I mean, the guy's already in the Hall of Fame. You know? Yeah. I mean, how many guys are in the Hall of Fame that yeah. You grab, there's not enough money in the world for Joe Torre. He's not coming here. He works at the Major League Baseball front office. I'm going to be Ron Washington at this point. No, and it's funny. Is I, I liked the Ron Washington move at the time. A couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, a couple years ago I did. I did like that move. Uh, Mike I, Sosha? I just don't know. 
It's a good call. Right there. You know, it's 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 funny you said that. Is that I, okay, here people might not believe this story at all, but when the Angels were looking for a manager after Terry Collins, you and I had a lot of people we knew with the Angels and we covered games a lot. The talk was they wanted someone that was as close to Bruce Bochy as possible. They wanted yeah. Bruce, but yeah. he was here with the pods and they hired Mike Sosha. Yeah. That was their guy. So if you can't get Bochy here, Sosha's not a bad call at all. I'm surprised I didn't think about that one either. I'm um, not. Um, no, sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't think Boch would come here. Put up I, with I don't color. either. But I, but I tell you what, I think Sosha would have come here. Sosha, yeah. Sosha, by the way, people don't remember. He finished his career with the Padres. Do you remember that? Yeah. He went to spring training with the Pods and then retired, like Harold Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Remember that shit? Yeah. yeah. Kurt Stillwell. I kind of like it, man. You going to put it out on Twitter? Padres can't get Boch. They should hire Mike Sosha. Yeah, I'm sorry. And here's the other thing. I had a handful of people. At least he didn't say Buck Martinez. No. A handful of people text me the last couple of days, and you probably got, hey, what, what's Boach say? Yeah. You know what? I've been friends with that fucking guy for 25 years, <laughs> like to the point where you can text him and, yeah. and do oh, shit. Right, right back. Because you don't ask shit like that. Yes. It, it's a professional courtesy that you don't do shit like that. No. You just don't. So I, I don't have, I'm just telling you, knowing him like we do, and I, I just, I don't see, unless the money's great. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you would come here and, and work with Preller. Not that AJ's bad personality. AJ's cool as fuck. AJ's a great dude. Um, you'd have to be pretty fucking clear. I don't know. Maybe he could, Dave. Maybe Boach could. I, I would strongly recommend him not to do it. But if they're paying him $3 million a year on a four-year deal, fuck. And you're home. Yeah, he's right up, right up the road. What did they say? I heard the other day that, god dang, man. I, and again, I haven't spoken to, I've not, I would never ask Boach, where are you living now? Like, I never asked him, hey, you ever sell your place in San Francisco? I've never asked him that question. But the talk was, he, this is, I think it was Scott Miller said it, that he lives in, in uh, Poway still, and he yeah. lives in Nashville. I don't know about Nashville. I know where his house is. In yeah, Poway. I think that was just last week that they were saying that he's he's home in Nashville. That he was in Paris and he's flying back to Nashville. That he has a home in Nashville. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would think it's close to family. He had family in Tampa, but I'm sure he still has his place in Poway. He had a great place in San Francisco. <laughs> And the funniest shit ever. He was <laughs> telling me one night. Were you there? Yeah, I was there. It's funny as hell. Yeah, he was right outside of um, right outside of Oracle. Yeah, right there's down the gr- left field line. Yeah, and there's a great little bar right across the street. Great little baseball yeah. bar. Yeah, you and I were there. Yeah, and Boach said he was on the second floor, and people would throw eggs and tomatoes at his window. Yeah, after the game. Yeah, so then he had to move up. Yeah, like, he like, go to the side. Yeah, to the floor because they couldn't throw the eggs that far. It's funny as shit to me. He goes, yeah. yeah, I'm standing there with my wife with the window open. The shades or the, the shades open. People could see I live there and they'd start chucking eggs and tomatoes and lettuce and everything at yeah. his window. <laughs> so he had to get a place on a higher floor. Uh fuck. <laughs> I'd be really interested to see what staff he Because remember they lost like crazy at the beginning when he went to San Francisco. Yeah. Remember, because Rosie's a Giants fan. Rosie used to yeah. say, Oh fuck, oh, dude, yeah. I don't think he's gonna last. Remember you'd tell us all the time. Uh, does, they're going to push him out. Does Aaron Boone survive in New York? I think Aaron survives. I think Brian Cashman knows that he handed him a bunch of shit. 
You know, it's, here's what's weird about Aaron is that Aaron's the first manager in Yankee history to win 100 games in his first two seasons. First two seasons on the job, won 100 games both times. And then you go, and then maybe they go to the World Series if it wasn't for whatever the Astros were doing at the time. Who knows? But um, that's strange. And also, when the Padres blow out Tingler here, he's going to be the first manager that had a winning record. Yeah. You know? I mean, Boach had a losing record overall with the Padres. Uh, who does Boach put on his staff? I don't even know. I don't know. He could probably bring Nevin back, uh, Nevin back here, I'm guessing. See, that's what I would say. Yeah. Put Nevin? Does, uh, I'm trying to think, like pitching coach, right? Yeah, that is interesting. I don't know. I mean, when he went to San Francisco, he didn't bring any of these guys with him other no. than Flan. Yeah, Flan joined him. But Flan had already been out. But remember, Flan was out here. And then Boach brought him back up yeah. there. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think my call tonight is Mike Sosha. I like the next that. next manager of, the, of this team. I like that. Didn't think of it at all. I like it. I think the Mike Sosha line's good. Yeah, I don't think it's Boach. There you go. That, not, not a bad move. Not, and again, if you need a veteran guy, and I think this team does need a veteran guy, that's a move that would be made that no one in the national media would go after the Padres for. For Mike? Yeah, nobody would rip it. Nobody would rip it like they did with Jace Tingler. They said, who the fuck? Remember, they're calling him Trace, and no one got the name yeah. right. Yeah, Mike's been out for a couple yeah. of years. He said he wants to get back in. 100% has made it clear he wants to manage again. Yeah. Recharged. Guy who won. Had success. Uh, didn't always have the best roster. Yeah. But has had big personalities on that team. Yeah. Has had a star in Trout. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll put Mike Sosha as my number one guy. I, I like it. I, I, I'm with you on that. I don't disagree with that one at all. I, again, I give you credit for thinking of it before I did. Otherwise, I would have been calling you on the way home going, guess what? Yeah, I, I can't believe it didn't even jump into my mind. But Mike yeah. Sosha, to me, it seems like it makes the most sense. If you're looking for a name guy that's won a World Series that people in baseball respect, it's a great call. Yeah, and he's, done, he's dealt with analytics. yeah. yeah. And he, again, you look at the guys like Joe Madden, who everybody loves. Joe was on Mike's coaching staff. Bud Black was on Mike's coaching staff. This fucking team will probably hire Osmus. That's what, dude, I was about to say that right back to you. What if they hired Osmus? You'd be uh, pissed. You'd go, this guy failed yeah. in Detroit and with Angels. Yeah. Um, I could see Brad being on. On, on his staff? On Boach's staff. Yeah. Bench coach? Fine. Right? Yeah. Fine. Would Trevor be your pitching coach? I don't think Trevor wants to do it. I don't think Trevor has any interest in doing that, doing all that traveling again. I think, I think he likes playing charity softball. I and think just being the fucking man. <laughs> Honest to God, you don't have to travel anymore. No, you don't have to play that game. You got enough money in the bank. You know, all three of his kids are grown. You know, I think his youngest son's going to be a senior in college next year, or maybe right now he's a senior in college. Yeah, he is a senior in college right now. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just thinking about other guys. Sweeney's not coming down. He's got an no. easy gig. Young kid. And Sweeney also said he doesn't want to travel. Yeah. He wants to be with his son who's young, Gavin. Fuck. See that kid swinging the bat the other day? Yeah. Well, his dad's a pro. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be funny. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah, so the question is, again, if you're a Padre fan and you think we're nuts right now, ask yourself this question. What does this organization do well and what do they do poorly? Uh, what do they do well? 
Um, they dance. Uh, and they underachieve. They make excuses. They're really good at pointing fingers. They're really good at finding a fucking scapegoat. And what do they do well? They underachieve. <laughs> oh, and what do they fail at? Uh, anything productive. And hiring a decent analyst for your TV broadcast. <laughs> so the season ends in, in less than two weeks, okay? Yep. Not this Sunday, the following Sunday. What do you think Tatis thinks going back to when the season's over? He goes back home, sits down, he's, he's with his family. He's obviously, the Padres are going to go, you can't play winter ball, you asshole. Yeah. We're paying you a fortune. That's all out. You aren't doing that. You, you, but, 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 like, if you're him, and again, he's a young kid. He's going to be 23 during the offseason. Like, what goes through your mind on what is the, your future, what is the future with the organization? I'll tell you right now. The most fascinating thing to be, to see, is whether they tell that fucking guy to have the shoulder surgery or not. Because it is pods 101 that they'll tell him, just rest and yeah. you'll be fine. That's right it. Right now, and $5 gonna be, bet. Uh, no, I'm on your side. $5 they, they bet. Will, does he have it or not? He does not have it. I don't think he does either. He doesn't have it. Because his fucking team is such a bunch of dipshits. They're going to let that fucking yeah. kid do it. Yeah, no, he's going to hold back. He's not going to do it. He's going to be Lamette. We're just going to wait and pray. God damn. Right. Yeah, more home. Yeah. Yeah, just... Just you know. hope for the best. Hey, rest. We're going to keep that sling there. God damn. What a bunch of incompetent fucks. Holy shit. Not as bad as requested, though, who was winning all fucking night and then just fell to the bathtub lifeguard association. Did he win? 141 to 138. <laughs> I don't know how I won that game, but requested sucks to suck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I won. That's it. Wow, hey, look at you, that. I pulled one off, too. I don't know how. I had, I had Aaron Jones. Said I was going to lose all three. Are you... Uh, I lost. I got my ass kicked. BK are you Lord Rich of the Rings? Me. I'm Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, Lisa Ann got beat. Did she really? Okay, good. Because her and I were the, the top one and two last week. Yeah. So I, everybody's one and one. Basically, no one's undefeated in this league. Yeah. Who was the juice? I have no idea. I don't know everybody on how it goes. The names. Oh, that was a good one, too. There were some good goddamn games this week. Is anybody not one in our fantasy football league in the Dave and Jeff League? Uh... See standings. I requested Owen too. I beat the shit out of him last week. Fuck. Yep. Looks like he is. <laughs> Looks like he is. <laughs> Suck it. Well, I don't know how I'm gonna be really careful. Because I swear to God I was losing that fucking game all night. And I don't know what happened at the end. Let's see. But the good news is he'll write a brand new sad song about how he lost. <laughs> Yep, lost by 3.02. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> you ripping them right now? Yeah. Good. Oh, my gosh. That's so damn funny. But hey, go hey. ahead. No, I was, was going to mention Dan Williams. Go ahead. Are you going to say something? No, I just, um, I, I don't know why it, it's in the DNA of so many to not expect more, to not demand more. I'm not saying all of you. Yep. Um, because I think there are plenty of people that have come here that that speak the language, that get it. Um, but it's fucking Preller, man. It it's Preller. Tingler's gotta go too. He he could fucking get on his horse and get the fuck out of town. 
But until somebody in that organization realizes that Preller, no matter how well-liked he is, is the guy who fucked all this up, starting with trading Trey Turner, uh, then, then we're not going to be anywhere. And right now would be the time to get out. I tried to find a number tonight for what the number would be uh, on Preller. What's he make? And the, the common numbers seem to come in, David, somewhere between two and three. That's all? Yeah. That's two. all he makes a year, really? That's what they figure. Two to wow. three. Guess, you can't pay that off? That's what I'm saying. You were going to give Hassel and $40 million. Jesus. You're giving Hosmer $20 million. I mean, you just got you to say, hey, dude, sorry, man. Yep. Uh, sorry. You went for it. You gambled. And guess what? You came up with snake eyes, man. You got to go. We're cashing in. Uh, we're cashing in the chips. Here's and, the, and you're off the job. Here's the deal, man. If they do fire Preller, you make him take his car with him out of town. None of that Dallas shit. You say you left your car in Dallas for Get months. Get out of here. Put a boot on it. Give him tickets. Write them up. Pay something to the city. You're not leaving your car here, asshole. Take nope. it with you. Drive it right out of town. Keep. <laughs> I tried to tune in to, to hear what other voices thought today. And guess what? Will Brinson was back on the show. He was? Fuck, he hadn't been on since Friday. <laughs> God damn. Check back in in another five weeks. <laughs> Since Friday. Oh, fuck. We just go, all right. Got it. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that was it. All right, what are you telling me about Dan Williams? All right, Dan Williams is the guy you want to talk to. Someone said to us today, go, man, I got to hurry up and call Dan Williams. I don't know what I'm waiting for. I, I'm having money problems. Dan's your guy. We tell you all the time. If you're in debt, there's only one person to call. It's Dan Williams. If you want to make your money go further, there's one person to call. It's Dan Williams. Again, Bar Smart 2-Minute Tuesday. It's on YouTube tomorrow. Make sure you check it out. He'll teach you something you didn't already know. Also, if you're renting right now, let's get you out of the rental market. Let's buy your first home. Dan Williams is your guy. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Excited tomorrow, Dave. I'm going to, uh, got a meeting in the morning. I'm going to sell all my bone marrow because today, <laughs> today was my first adjusted King's payment for $270. Holy shit. Only five more to go. Yay. Fuck. But luckily I followed, uh, yeah, I sold a bunch of fingernails today. And that was great. I'm just going home at night, using that fucking tweezer, taking out gold fillings, melting those fuckers down, trying to position them like an old school uh, 1904 football club ring, trying to sell that <laughs> off. Uh, but no, luckily I'm okay. All kidding aside, because I follow Dan's borrow smart, repay smart. But yeah, when shit hits and and you weren't quite ready for it, you better be ready for it, and you better be able to adjust on the fly. And that's why Dan's um, theories have been so great. The two minute Tuesday videos have just been absolutely outstanding. But yeah, you have to get out of debt. And by the way, I don't know if you're noticing at night starting to feel like fall. And if it's starting to feel like fall, that's going to mean Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Going to be great. Josh is going to be at my house this year for Thanksgiving. <laughs> did you invite him over? I did. I told my brother and I always have a good time on Thanksgiving, and he's welcome to come with us. And uh, But then the Christmas holiday is right behind that. So you got to make sure all your finances are in place. Guy who can help you do that is Dan Williams. Brian Curry is who you want to talk to when it comes to the real estate market. Again, Brian Curry is the best in the business. Right now, I think a lot of people feel, look, I own a home. I can see how much it's going for in my neighborhood. I feel like I've won the lottery. 
I'm selling. Well, what are you going to do and what's the process? Who can get you the most amount of money for it? Where are you going? All these questions you're going to need to know the answers to. You need to call Brian Curry. He's the guy. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Well, and I know people that are a little bit upside down on their property, but they continue to feel like the housing market is going to go up and up and up, which is fine. However, your uh, bank is not going to stay with you forever. So if you are one payment behind and you're close to 45 days behind, the bank's going to start calling at about day 60, if not 75. That's when you go into foreclosure and you say, well, what does this mean to me? It means that if you're becoming upside down, but your house has equity in it, you better get that goddamn thing on the market so you have the ability to hit the reset button and nobody can help you answer questions more about what the market will be in the future and what you currently have equity-wise in your property faster and and better than Brian Curry. But maybe you are lucky and you go, no, I'm just current, but I may not need this big a property. Well, that's fine too. Brian can give you an idea of what the equity is and what you're going to do with it, and then where you could go from there. So many questions that you need the answers to. Nobody better to answer them than the head coach of the Poway freshman football team, Mr. Brian Curry. Taylor May Pools, man. If you want a brand new pool and you're thinking about getting one soon because you're tired of figuring out there's nowhere to go, and at the same time it's expensive every time I leave the house, guess what? You can entertain yourself in the backyard with your own Taylor May Pool. Someone called me today and said, what is that number? I go, how do you not remember that Jesus. number? I give the number all the time. It's 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452 is Alan's number. And then the next question was, can I drop your name? You go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know if it's going to mean jack shit. It won't. <laughs> I'm not going to help build a pool, but they told me they're going to do exactly what you and I talked about. Christmas. Is the Vera pool? Not the Vera pool. The point is this. They said, you know what? The kids are older. They don't need the big Christmas gifts. This is the family Christmas gift. I love that. That's what they're doing. The family Christmas gift is a brand new swimming pool. Absolutely love it because the family can be involved with Alan's team as you design it. And Dave talked about it. It's the 3D design. And take a look at fun things, right, that, that fit within your budget, but make your pool so unique to your family and so much different than any other pool you're going to find on the block, in your neighborhood, or in the city. Man, oh, man, it's one of my favorite things is when you go to the TaylorMade Pool website and just see some of the success stories why can't yours be the next one? Give those guys a call. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. And Kyle Flugers, you want to talk to when it comes to your computer needs with websites. Look, your website, is it doing what it's supposed to do? Is it generating money? Is it generating traffic? Can it handle all the traffic? All the stuff that Kyle Fluger knows about. You should call Kyle Fluger as quick as he can. He can help you out. Let's turn that business around. 619-500-6621-619-500-6621. Uh, I want to shout out to Tom Welch. Who I just, I had said to Josh, hey, if you want to come to town, my brother and I have plans. Yeah. Tom Welch writes on Twitter, hey, you want me to make you a plate? Goddamn, Tom. <laughs> That's the best. You are the goddamn. <laughs> uh, websites, Dave, are so insanely important. And yeah, e-commerce is where it's at, man. God, just going tonight to get a sandwich uh, before coming over here. I need to see people walking around. And you're like, that guy, he probably has COVID. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably got scarlet fever. I don't know. What else? SARS? What else might he have? Hepatitis? Fuck. Why am I here? <laughs> Hepatitis. 
And people are thinking the same thing. You go to the mall, start walking around, you go, I just don't like it. I think a lot of us fought what happened in early 2020, and then we got used to it, and we liked it, and we got used to buying things online and just having them delivered. And if your competition's doing it, man, you better be doing it better. And if you're not, then call Kyle, because Kyle can make sure that your business is the number one business that people are talking about. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going tomorrow's date, September 21st. Okay. Start off with, uh, I think, one of our favorites. It's Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Goddamn. Gotta love the rocket, Katie Mosier. Got Bill Murray to do a drop for us. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, He was cool as shit. Huh? He was cool. When he was here, he was cool. Yeah. Let's say he's 73. 71. Uh, 80 million. Add a hundred to that. Really, hundred eighty million dollars. Wow, for good for him. Look at that. All right, here's one of your favorites, Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah, we had him on at the fucking Drew Brees golf tournament, and he was the coolest, nicest guy, just the nicest fucking guy. I'm gonna say he's uh, fifty. Exactly right. And I'm gonna say he's uh, twenty-two million. Not even close. Seven million dollars. Oh, he's underpaid. He's underpaid. Here's another guy that you'll say is underpaid. Dave Coulier. <laughs> Isn't he one of those guys you go, how the fuck? Right? His yeah. whole career. Don't you do that? Let's say Dave Coulier is 59. He's 62. Uh, Annoying as fuck. If, if Alfonso Romero is 7 million. Could you drive in the car to Phoenix with both those guys in your car? I could drive with Romero. That dude's funny as shit. I don't think I could drive with Dave Coulier. As soon as he starts doing cartoon voices, get the fuck out. Dude, I would just have him fucking be Carlton the whole way. God damn it. Yeah, he was great. Dave Coulier, five million. Five million, exactly. Okay, that's good. All right, last one, Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Uh, say she's 54. Exactly right. And I'm going to say she's... Hundred and fifteen million. Not bad. One sixty-five. Ah, good for her. Not bad. Not bad. Here we go. Five she, random she questions. She seems for cool you. as does Tim yeah, McGraw. Exactly. Okay. Five random questions. Okay. Do you ever yell at the TV when you hear when you see people being stupid? No. <laughs> no, but I am tempted, like when the Vikings lost yesterday, to give the Lou Palais stand up and slow clap. <laughs> Um, I know what I do uh, on television, though, which is, is so dumb. I will literally, like, turn my head away. And, but I won't yell at the TV. Yeah. But I, I, either I'll be disgusted or I can't take what's about to happen, and I just turn my head or I put my hands over my face. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I don't scream at the TV, stupid shit. Like, I don't do that. No. Um, maybe in the past, but, but not now. No, thankfully. Oh, my gosh. All right. Have you ever pulled a prank on someone that got you in trouble? Yeah. Yeah, stole the wrong McDonald. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we stole the wrong McDonald from the San Marcos McDonald's out by the high school. Yeah. And we went out. It was me, Roan White, uh, Robert Thal, Scott King, law enforcement in the Inland Empire. And we went out and, dude, that fucking thing was like six feet tall in fiberglass 
We had my old Easton aluminum bat and a hacksaw, and we happened to go out that night that they were doing inventory. So we were there till like two in the morning. Yeah. And finally we got it. God, we're just banging the shit out of that thing, but there's no residential. Finally, I don't know how we finally broke that fucker off. <laughs> Whose hacksaw was it? Uh, probably Jack King. Scott's dad. Um, What's his name, Jack King, really? Yeah, Jack King. <laughs> he was the guy who said... A great uh, porn name. He said, uh, he'd say Jiminy Cricket when he got mad. Really? But, that's what my wife says. But that's what I thought. But then apparently I've learned from the King boys, uh, family feud fame, that old Jack could put a few fucks together if he got really? heated. Yeah, he <laughs> oh, heated. no, that wasn't good. He didn't, uh, he didn't cuss in front of me. Do you remember, oh. do you remember Hacksaw Jim, or Jim Hacksaw Reynolds, the linebacker? Yeah. They said, the story used to be that he was so scary that you'd come down from the hotel before the game for breakfast. Yeah. He'd be in his full fucking uniform sitting at the table eating by himself because even and everyone else would be crammed into every other table. But he had a full table for like 12 guys, but everyone was scared to death to sit next to him. He'd be, <laughs> he'd be his, pads. his pads and his helmet just eating fucking pancakes. They have their, um, <laughs> they have the bone white jerseys. So scary. Uh, did you ever do a prank that got you in trouble? You know what? Kind of. When we were in seventh grade, we all used to watch wrestling. You know, mm -hmm. that was a big deal. And we'd go around and we'd put people in sleeper holds all the time oh, like, yeah. in the hallway. This is, it wasn't like, you know, in the, in the Southern California where the schools are outside. We actually had a school with bricks and hallways and all that shit like in the movies. Yeah. And we'd come up behind you. We'd get the one arm up next to your ear. And then yep. we'd put you in the sleeper hold, and then we'd lay on the ground. And then we did it to one kid. It went into full convulsions. Good. And started shaking all over the Jesus floor. Jesus Christ. And we just laid them down and went to our class. And it was kind of like that scene in uh, in the Christmas story where, like, where's the kid with his, you know, his missing that his yeah. tongue stuck on the pole? Oh, yeah. Where's that kid who never came, <laughs> came back? He's just out sleeping. And all of us are just kind of looking at each other. Our eyes are going back and forth going, fuck. He's shaking in the hallway. Yeah, I'm not going to say... That was the last one we did, by the way. We never did that again. I'm not going to say how to do it because it'll come back to haunt us, but we had something similar where you could do a certain thing and then your buddies would help you and you'd pass out. Yeah, people know. Yeah, but I, yeah. Well, this not, audience knows. I'm not encouraging it, but... No one's driving yeah, to school crazy. with their kid in the car, right? No. <laughs> not encouraging think. it. Yeah. Dangerous. All right, would you rather travel to the past or to the future? Oh, pass for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, pass for sure. That's funny. It's uh, where would you go? That's funny you say that. I don't know, man. I it, you know obviously it'd have to do with Jake. Would have to do yeah. something with Jake. But for me, what would scare me about the future? Because there are people yelling at us right now. What are you crazy? You've seen the past. Go to the future. I'd be afraid. I'd be so fucking lost in the future. Yeah. Like imagine if you were if, if this is true and you're in 1890 and you travel to to 2012. Yeah. You'd be so lost with iPhones. With and, our Amish beards. <laughs> what does this deodorant people use? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be dressed all fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> all be, wool. Yeah, you, no way could you catch up. Like, if you go into the future too far, you'd be completely lost on how to yeah. use shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd be done. Now, I'd go back like... Uh, I heard Jimmy Kimmel talking the other day about uh, One Night in Queens. Yeah. By the way, it was great. God and I told totally, you, at the time you and I talked about this, I only watched half of it. You asked me about George Foster. Yeah. Who is in it. Yeah. 
Okay, so well, what, he didn't participate. But, yeah. yeah, but I mean, at the same time, you asked me, was he on that team? I said, no, he wasn't. But he was, yeah. and then he wasn't. Yeah. So I was uh, I gave false information. By the time you heard this, you know, hit, heard the the show probably because I released it on for the people that didn't pay on Patreon. Are like, what the fuck's he talking about? I only saw the first two. Then I have seen the whole thing. It was outstanding. Really good. I want Kevin Mitchell in here in the garage. Yeah, let's do it. Is he still local? Yeah, he's local. You asked him this last week. He's in Benita. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's that's my guy. All-time favorite uh, Padre right there, Kevin Mitchell. I'm going to look up see so I have this on the phone. All right. Um, but yeah, I'd like to go back to like the... Uh, I'd go back and watch championship fights, man. I'd go back and watch some of those be great. Like go to, go to Foreman. Yeah. Uh, Ali. Yeah. Right? Rumble in the Jungle. Fuck yeah, I can get a passport. <laughs> Which would the ticket cost me back then? 100 bucks? Great. Dude, I don't even know. 100 might be a lot for back then. Yeah. You'd be okay. Go to the garden? Yeah. Dude, once you go, dude, I would go to a goddamn dude everybody was smoking while they're fighting yeah that's crazy as shit too i'd go back to an old school flyers game dude, that would throw you off can you imagine that everywhere you go everybody's smoking yeah they all got those plaid like uh pants on yeah you're right those crazy pants you look like dr jack ramsey yes <laughs> i just want to see you come back with them yes god it'd be so fun to go back to the old spectrum See one of those Flyer Islander games like Nystrom yeah. and Clark Gillies, Gary Howitt against Ham, uh, Bob Kelly, and uh, oh shit, Dave Schultz. Oh, yeah, I would go do that. That'd be great. Go to the Olympic Auditorium, go see classy Freddie Blassie finally bang the fabulous moolah like I've wanted to do for 40 years. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it's on, baby. Make it right downtown. All right, what alcohol drink don't you drink anymore because it made you sick? Uh, Goldschlager. Really? Like if you if you see a bottle or you smell it, you're like, oh my Jaeger's god. Jaeger's pretty bad too. Yeah, yeah, because we used to go, we could go to Hennessy's in Carlsbad, and they had dollar night, so we'd put out like ten bucks, and you get like, you know, three fucking, you get three Jaeger shots, three beers, and then like the four was for the bartender. Done. They change it up and be like the two dollar Goldschlager shot. What about you? Tequila is the one that always gets me. Really? Tequila gets me all the time, but it's funny. I'll do. If I'm at a party and someone says do a shot. I'll I'll do the shots, but tequila has always been the one that makes me sick. See, that's funny. I don't like straight tequila, but I like margaritas. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, tequila shots. No. Yeah, See, so more than two, man. I'm, uh, you ever done tequila with the worm? No, never. Really? Never. Fuck, no. Me and T-shirt tech. <laughs> we did it at uh, when I got fucking tickets for him for Monster Truck. Is that right? Yep. No way. He was there. It was me, T-shirt tech, his uncle Charlie, his aunt Lily, and they just we just fucking sat out there. We had uh, carne asada, and we just fucking did shots. Remember that T-shirt tech? He's like, no, we did. You fucking idiot. Remember how mad he was when I got him. Tickets to that fucking monster truck. <laughs> I guarantee it. Let me let me give you a couple of names. Tell me if these guys have eaten the worm. Okay. I have. Uh, Woods probably yes. snorted it. Yes, probably did. Paul? No. I don't think he has either. 
Ben? Dude, it freaks me out to think Paul was born in 1990. That's great. That's crazy. Dude, I, that, I fucking love that kid. Him and Megan are so great. Yeah. What a cool weekend. Did you see what he I wrote? Did. I did. That, that, she, the she birthday didn't, that the birthday never really meant anything to him. And she yeah. makes, I think that's fucking great. Well, it's funny. I did listen to the beginning of the show today. And uh, Woods goes, I was planning on coming in and ripping the hell out of you for celebrating the birthday the way you do. And then I realized what you wrote meant, you know, it was all about her doing was it great. for him. Yeah. That was really great. I, I thought that was cool and good for both of those two. I love those two. Um, Megan. She's sober now, man. She's fighting a good fight. But I'll in the say, day, yeah. back in the day, why not? Yeah. Um, Costa. I'll say yes. I'll say Mike. Yes. Mike was funny on KUSI because he and Wilson mentioned our show. Yeah. With Sully. Then he realized Mike realized that he was talking about us because he said, Dave and Jeff summed this up talking about the Spanos when they said they put the Greek symbol for greed on the side of the helmet. I was like, well, Dave didn't have anything to do with it because I was the guy who got yelled at. And just so everybody knows, it wasn't the Greek symbol for greed. I said it was the Greek symbol for fuck you, which if they could do it, they probably would have. Went powder blue. They did. Right? Sure did. Moved to L.A. Yep. Only thing missing is it doesn't even have to be the Greek symbol. It can just be the international symbol for fuck you for that team. You know, you, you said something I meant to bring up yesterday, too. I'm glad you just brought that up. Is um, I had friends of mine who went yesterday and people in the media that I talked to that were there. And I asked, what was the percentage? Cowboy fans, Charger fans. Did you see what Arash put up? Did you see that video that Arash marked? Was it the one with the Cowboy people coming up the escalator? Yeah. Yeah, but they said it was 60-40. It was 60-40 Cowboys. There were a shitload of Charger fans there, actually. And so, um, and I was curious, and someone, some talk show host had a, had a guest on asked the same question. He said 60-40. Really? Same thing. It was, it was uh, 60, which I think, anyway, the Cowboys, if they were playing at Qualcomm Stadium, yeah. you'd oh, get 60-40. True. But the fact you even got 40 compared to what you had before, what it was 90-10, and going, are there any Charger fans? But I think the Charger fan base, because of that stadium, is, is going to start growing. It's pretty fucking loud in there when the yeah. Cowboys were making yeah. oh, plays yesterday. Absolutely. And they said it, they said the press box was shaking when Zerline made that kick. Like, it felt like really? it was an earthquake. Wow. Said it felt like it was an earthquake. But, they, but that's now th- three groups of people that have said 60-40. Wow. And so, if you're Spanos, I think you've got to be a little happy. Also, he's not dumb, or they aren't dumb. When you look at the price of tickets for Rams compared to the price of tickets mm-hmm. for Chargers, it's night and day. Like, if you want to get in that stadium, you're going to the Chargers. Chargers, by the way, have the, the best home schedule I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, there's some, the Steelers are coming to town. The Raiders obviously coming to town, but there's some big teams that you'd go. I'd like to see that. I'll be there for the Rams Cardinal game. I'll what, let you know what that what, is. The third. It, what, the thir- oh, I told you, I'm going the next day. Don't, yeah. Don't tell me shit. Don't ruin it for I me. I will. I'll fucking text it to you. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. Last question. What is your favorite alcoholic drink? Oh, I like that. Um, I can't drink a lot of them. Uh, but my favorite is a, is Jack Daniels. Really? Straight? Uh, I can do that. And I really can't have a lot of those. No one can. But I usually mix it. Like a Jack and Coke? Yeah. Yeah. That's usually the drink I order because the drink I, I like the most, you, you can't really ask for it. No bartender likes to make it. What's that? Just a straight Bloody Mary. People don't... I, Bloody Mary? I don't like tomato juice. And so I do. I, I like, And I like it spicy as shit. But yeah, but, and it it doesn't get you buzzed or anything. I just like the taste. But if I'm at home, yeah, and I'm just not going anywhere, 
Dude, whatever that rum was you guys got me down here, that black tiki rum. Yeah. Holy shit. I could drink that. <laughs> and then it's it's done. But but like my when we were in uh we were in high school, uh girlfriend of mine, Sarah Mintz, used to do Captain Morgan's and Cherry Coke. And dude, those things just They were good? Yeah. But then because there's so much caffeine and so much sugar in that, yeah. That after a couple, you were bouncing off the wall. But like um, tomorrow, going for uh, dinner, yeah, with the lovely and talented uh, Katie Temple. That'll be a margarita dinner, okay? Because then we're going to the Padre game. Because yeah, I can't like Jack and Coke. I really do. I like it, Dave. But goddamn, that's see you later. Done at about 9.15. What funny. about for you? That's it. The, the, the Jack and Coke's usually the way I go. When I go out and people say, you want a drink, that's usually what I'll, I'll but, order. But also, a really good, like, local craft beer. I'm, I kind of like these local craft If I'm barbecuing, yeah, just like an ice-cold craft beer, I'll take over. I If I'm grilling for my boys, anything, right? Ballast Point or anything. Not me at all. I'm a, I'm, I'm but you never barbecue. No, I'm just talking about drinking beer. I'm just but, telling a, like a Modelo or a Coors Light's all I'm drinking. Yeah, but if I'm out, if we're grilling, that's really fun for me. That's probably my number. That'd probably be number one. I'll tell you just, what I don't like. Scotch. Oh, yeah. I can't drink scotch. I can't drink gin. Our buddy, uh, our, <laughs> our cigar guy friend. Tom, uh, Tom, what's up, baby? Tom, what the fuck? Give us Drink a scotch, Dave. Don't be such a bitch. <laughs> the fuck's going on? It was on? a cigar and scotch bar, and he gave a scotch. I thought I was drinking gasoline. I hated it. And then, um, what's his face? Shithead was drinking, Merrill. Yeah, fucking Chris Merrill loved it. Had like nine of them. <laughs> and then went and did a show. Hang on. <laughs> um, has that fucker been in the garage? Yeah. He did, yeah, right? he was here. He came and did it? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And Merrill's great. Hey, Merrill, what's up, baby? What are you making these two fucks? How come we haven't gone to Excalibur? We should just roll into the- We should. All right, we, uh, we'll plan a day. I just remember one time we were in there. We'd go after, like, on a Friday, right? We'd go in, yeah. like, at whatever, 10 o'clock in the morning. Then we'd leave, yeah. like, 1130. And I remember one time we are sitting there, and some strippers came walking in from the, yes. from the strip club next yes. door. And he kicked them right out. And I just looked at him like, are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> they were great. Go Why would see... you kick them out? I don't know. Then we'll go see Scotty at the bullpen. Dude, the bullpen, the waitress is there. And Scotty, the manager, is the coolest fucking guy on the oh planet. Oh, what the fuck? Who? Who's the coolest fucking guy? I am. The fuck out of here. What do you want? You want that little sweet honey cigar, Jeff? Oh, you want that? Yeah, I guess so. Fuck. What are you drinking? Diet Coke. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Dude, he was so disgusted by us. <laughs> Anybody goes to Excalibur, <laughs> fucking guy is the coolest. All Go- I'm going to say is this, man. The business was doing great when uh, Jeff and I were doing the commercials. You gave him Ernie Martinez right in the shitter. The whole <laughs> fuck this guy. The fuck's he know? Then they're smoking candy cigarettes, David. <laughs> with this bubble gum cigar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. 
let's find a day. Yeah. Let's find. Um, I'm in. Okay. My kids are going out of town. They're doing something. Oh, that's funny. Uh, you know what? Okay. Let me ask you this. We'll put it out right here. Yeah. Maybe um, October 2nd. Are you around October 2nd? But the, the Saturday. That Saturday before the Cardinal game. I might be here. I might be here. I think I'm here. I was supposed to be in Vegas coaching, but I don't think I'm going that weekend. All right. We may just do a fucking drop in on top. Okay. Hold the fuck. Look at these fucks. <laughs> he would love it. Yeah. Because I'm going to the, uh, my kids are staying up in Oceanside with family friends that day. Okay. So, dude, we could go watch, figure out who Alabama's playing. Oh, that's funny as shit. We can go watch college football. Yeah. I'll go to one of your little fucking sissy smokes. Jeff, I'll get you that little honey cigar. Remember that shit? He loses his mind at me all the time. Yeah, they play uh, Ole Miss. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Isn't that fucking Mike Leach? No, that's, uh, it's, what's his name? Lane? Lane Kiffin. Oh, dude, we got to go. Yeah. What oh time is kickoff on that? Oh, it's probably not announced yet. It I'm says, not. well, here on my phone, it says 9 in the morning. I can't no imagine way. it's 9 in the morning. Yeah, no usually those games are twelve thirty, but it but it says nine in the morning on my phone. All right, plan on that. We'll uh, we'll put something together. We'll do a drop in for Tom. Oh my god, that's funny as hell. All right, good deal. All right, we'll be back next week, everybody. Have a good week.